So glad to be back. I am loving it every day to just grow here together in this podcast with you. I feel like we're growing together. We're taking our first real steps and um, we're building a relationship. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you guys today about it is something that has been following my life for many, many years And a lot of the people don't know that I do this. And I just wanted to reveal this step of this thing that I do. So I want to talk about the power of visualization. So when I was a little girl in Brazil, I used to grow. I used to sit in front of our house. And I remember thinking and imagine what my life would be if I was living inside of a movie. One of the reasons that attracts me the most about coming to the United States is because those movies fascinated me. The places were beautiful. The people were nice. The tables were absolutely full of warm and beautiful. The families were smiling. And this was everything I wanted for my life. I wanted it. Uh, I wanted not just be in a beautiful place. I wanted to be with nice people, happy people. I wanted my table to be full of food. I wanted my family to be happy. Anyway, to that being said, I wanted to live in the fairy tales of the movies that I was watching growing up. So then I didn't even realize how much effort and how much visualization I was putting into the things that I wanted for me. So today I do live sometimes when I am doing something, I realize that a lot of the things that is happening to me is things that I have been I have been visualizing since I was a little girl. The the table, the food, the people speaking English the song, the smell, and even the little front yard in my house. I always love flowers so much. And today when I open my door, I see the little flowers. And to me, that really brings me back this topic, which is the power of visualization. All right, so let's talk about Creating visualization is a mental technique that uses imaginations to make your dreams and goals come true. If you sit in a room and you just imagine, do you think you're going to get anything? Absolutely not. I believe that when you imagine, when you can see with your heart and you do with your hands and the work happens, that's when you see things come to life. Now, the power of imagination or can be for great or can be for terrible. You can say, I absolutely want to imagine um, the best of the things happening over and over again. So much athletes, they, ha- they imagine doing the games, they imagine how they do all this. 
and that has a huge impact in how they perform. Um, I I have few short stories I want to share with you, but at the end of this podcast, I want you to close your eyes and I really want you to imagine what it would be if you decide to use the power of imagination to create your success. Now, here's the trick thing about it. If you come to me and you say, but I have no idea what I want, then let me help you. Let me help you figure that out together. Let's see what makes your heart jump for joy. What is the small things that your soul is craving? What is it? For me, growing up, was the aspect of having a family. For me, that was so important. Even though I had this gracious, loving, amazing, adopted family, I didn't feel a sense of belonging. Because I wasn't legally adopted, and there was reasons why my mind put a little block, why that sense of belong was complete, or even because the way I looked. Life can be harsh. And guys, we're going to talk about the body works and even the visualization in that. But sometimes you cannot push yourself to the ground and smash your heart because things are not quite what you imagine. What you can do is to actually fight for and wait it for the miracle to happen. Miracles happen every day. And we want a lifestyle of miracle. But I way will like better if I can live in a lifestyle of blessing. Where every day my life is blessed. And sometimes what I'm saying is not that I'm not going to have a bad day. I'm not going to cry or be frustrated. Of course, those things are normal. They're part of our daily life. Not daily, but they're part of our life. But the key is... When you believe that you are called to live a blessed life, then you engage in that blessed life. All right, so let's talk about that. So my childhood power of visualization has happened. When I, um, I want to jump into many, many, many years, I really wanted a husband that's exactly like it's kind of like so weird because if you, I need to bring some of my friends to interview here and they can talk about how I used to talk about my husband and it's exactly Joshua described to the max, like to every detail. I always tell people and they laugh a little bit because I always said, oh, I want a husband with some, some, uh, I wanted a tall and I wanted him to, to be strong and, and that's so okay if he has a little belly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm telling you guys, and it came in a pack with a ribbon and a bow. It came exactly how I imagined. And my friends can talk about that. And then when I had my baby boy in how I imagined him to be a strong willed child, I wanted a strong, I wanted a strong willed child, but I didn't know what I was asking, of course. And now I have to deal with it. But at that time, I wanted—I didn't want a child with no opinion. I wanted someone that, I wanted God to just give me a child that had opinions. And guess he does. So um, continually telling this 
the story about the creating the visualizations where you want to see your life, I always ask this question. Where do you want to see your life five years from now? Where is the places that you want to be? Where is the tables that you want to seat? Who do you want to be called friends? What is important for you? What are the values that you have inside of you? Who do you know? Who do you know that you want to be friends? What is the book authors and writers that you admire? Do you want to have a relationship with them and why? So those questions, those questions that have to be waking up inside of your heart and you have to really think about it. Why not? Why can I not dream a big dream for me? Living as an artist, artist is a cruel um, market. It's a market where everyone is copying each other. And everybody's trying to figure out, like, how can I get the most amount of money? How can you, with the power of visualization, take you out of this, this situation? It's in your office, in your work, and say, no, this is not what I want to leave. Let's talk about health. What about health? I am struggling with some thyroid problems right now. But I'm going to believe that this year, baby, I'm going to find a doctor and I'm going to find the medicine that's going to help me get my hormones aligned and this weight is going to drop like crazy. And I'm going to believe that. That's important. Of course, I cannot sit at home eating crackers and cookies and expect that to change. That is an aspect of, that is an aspect of action that takes us that we need to have and wake up inside of us so we can see things happen. So I want to tell this story. So when I wanted to look for location for our painting with a twist here in Denver, Colorado, specific saying in Aurora, when I was looking for, I saw many different locations. And finally, I saw this location that has these beautiful windows. And across from that had a little waterfall and Barnes and Nobles and Jumba Juice and the ice cream shop. And I would just imagine what it would be if people were sitting there painting. What did they will feel? How fun it would be to just walk across the street and get some delicious juice? What would it be life? And the first words when I saw the location was, you can't afford this. And those words came straight directly from the man, the realtor, the commercial realtor. Because we knew the budget that we had and we knew that that place wasn't really part of our budget. Well, okay, my heart got a little, yeah, Rebecca, maybe you can really not afford this. Let's move on and keep looking for other locations. Finally, I found this tiny little place in the middle of a neighborhood that the, the prices was okay. Well, we said, well, let's just go ahead and do here. Across from that shopping mall, it was another competitor. Competitor that would do exactly what we do. And my heart came heavy. Heavy, 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 because I didn't want to put a shop close to a mom and pop shop that was already there. What if that person was already, what if that person was me? 
five years ago. I would not want somebody to do that. So with a heavy heart, we still pursued that building. We were in the time crunch. We needed a building. Well, what happened is that on the very last day of us signing that document and that lease for that building, the guy ended up renting or leasing for somebody else. And the the contract felt true. That means it did not work. When that happened, a, a sense of frustration came to me. Like, why? Why it's so hard to find a retail location? And I really heard a voice that I really believe is the voice of God. I have a relationship with God. So I heard this voice and deeply inside of my heart that said, Rebecca, why you will accept the okay when I have the best for you? Why you will be with the okay when I have the best for you? Well, all right. So then I, I was like, okay, what was the best? What can I imagine that would be the very best location for our store, our studio? And went back to that location that the guy said I couldn't afford. Went back to that location, ended up hiring another realtor and someone that will try to at least line up with the with the words that we wanted to just speak. Found a guy, went back, looked at the inside. I wanted to look at it from the inside. I took a picture and I said, for God, nothing is impossible. Put it in my refrigerator, and every day I look at the picture. But the picture was from the inside out. It wasn't from the outside. I didn't took a picture from the outside. I said, this is the house I want, or this is the building I want. I took a picture from the inside of the building. It didn't look super attractive, but I said, right here, I'm going to add a desk. And whoever is working in a desk is going to be able to see the waterfall. And it's going to be good for them. They're going to enjoy watching things outside. So I made it a picture. Look at the building and imagine ourselves walking in there. I imagine the smell. I imagine the ice cream. People going for the ice cream. I imagine the families. The power of imagination. I just imagine and I imagine. And I, and I had that picture in my refrigerator absolutely every day. And I knew that nothing was impossible if I could believe in that. Well, it came to, I knew the building was empty for another year because one year has passed, nothing has happened. And I told the guys, this building is being empty. Can they work with us in our budget? Well, the guy said they want to work. But the amount of difference between your offering and what they want is quite a bit. All right. That's when I had the idea to write a letter. So I ended up writing a letter to the board. It was a national board that sent the shopping malls, a national board. Wrote a letter and I said, my name is Rebecca. And I would like to tell you a few reasons why I don't want you to separate us. I don't want money. Just don't let money separate. I remember using this, like, don't let money separate us. 
And I said, because a few reasons why this place is about to bring you to the shopping mall. It's beyond money can ever pay. And I started listing all the things that was going to happen in that shopping mall through our studio. The joy, the families, and the memories that we're going to build. And we want to build this in your shopping mall. To make a long story really short, they came back and said, we like your letter. Let's work in a contract. The, the contract, guys, the contract lasted about nine months. It was painful and long. But that was the day that they sent an email releasing and saying, go ahead and go unlock the doors. The building is yours. When we called the guy to open the key, the building key, I remember grabbing in my phone and going on Facebook Live. I wanted to show people that moment of the guy opened the key, the door of the building. And it was hard to even express that I'm not sure if people knew the journey that I was in. The emotional journey, the weight, the dream, the visualization that took place. But now is the day that they're going to open the door for me. My gosh. As I went on Facebook Live, I just want to say, guys, we're opening the doors of the studio today. I wanted to invite you for this journey with me. And all of a sudden, this emotional came over me and I start weeping and crying and say, guys, this is happening. So when someone says, no, this is not for you, but your heart says, yes, I will receive this then that belongs to you. In a crying, I started just weeping and crying and crying and weeping. And I engaged about 300 people into that journey that day. The guy that was opening the door could not even understand what was happening. All that sogging and crying. He even, he was like, I want to see the contract because you don't look like you could have owned this. And I was like, whatever. Show him the contract. It was just funny. But as he opened the door, I went inside of that building and I said, this will be the number one studio in the nation. Innovations will come from this place. Joy will come from this place. And one day, the artist that works here that will tell the stories of how they grow as artists inside of here, how they grow with the people that they, they learn to love. And this place is now a place where strangers will become friends. This place is a place where we will celebrate life. This place now is a place that we're going to celebrate overcoming chemo or coming back from from being overseas. This is the place. So I marked in the floor. I sat there with my family and I said, we're going to do this. We're going to build this. We're going to build this. Joshua, Mary, and I, we are the owners. And I will tell you this, our hearts are so much for the people. Our hearts are so much for to embrace and love human beings. And that's why I know that we're going to be the number one. So we engage, we build. It was extremely tough. I'm not going to get into it. We had to end it up like 
cleaning up everything, all the construction. We ended up cleaning, we ended up painting doors, we put our hands to work. And we were able to do a soft open and then the grand open. It was excited to just remember the friends that were there, the smell, the feeling, everything. Some days I stand in front of that desk, I look at the fountain, and I can see the party room, I can see the main room, I can hear the music. And I know, and I can see the people sitting and I can see them having fun and smile. And I do see that. But what I wanted to share with you, it is all started with visualizing and seeing it in the spirit, seeing with your heart first. And then realize that you're living the life of your dreams. Thank you guys for being here. I hope this story really blesses you. I hope this podcast is really blessing you. So take the time today to put in notes, write five things in your book and says, what, what is the five things I want to be visualizing and why they are important to me? And then you just go ahead and you start. What, why you want what you want? What is the feelings that you want to have? And one of the things If you want to do work, good work, it will impact and affect people. And they will come to you and say thank you. So you imagine that happen. You imagine your podcast growing. You imagine the guests that you're having in your podcast. And you say, oh my gosh, I always wanted to engage in a conversation with this human being. They are stars for me. And you start bringing that imagination into reality. And less that you know, your life is barely recognizable. Less that you know, you are living the life of your dreams. Have a great week, guys. I love you so much. Yeah.